Good afternoon, welcome, good afternoon. I'm Dr. James Smith Jr. and welcome to another episode of the Dr. James Show. I, I know each week it sounds like a rerun or it sounds redundant in that we say we are super excited for our guests. Shannon and I both say the same thing. And this week is no different. We are incredibly excited for our guest today. She is going to fill up your screen as she fills up your life. But before we get to her, let me bring out my co-pilot, Shannon, Shannon Peck. Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. I was gonna say TGIT, but I think before we land the plane today, people are gonna be like TGIK, because what? thank God it's Kim. Listen, <laughs> listen. The guest we're going to bring out, Dr. James, I'm not telling you anything. She makes me look introverted and shy, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm Can't do saying, that. Can't do impossible, that. Impossible, right? <laughs> you think it's impossible. But you know what? I was thinking to myself before, before you called me on, Dr. James, she is a mover and a shaker. She's a change maker. She's a culture cultivator. I mean, I what? You getting I, your rap on? You getting your rap on? I was like, I, throw me a beat. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. So, like enough about me, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you light up that chat room. This is your opportunity. I say it every week. You have the opportunity to engage with some of the most special guests and people that are are just making impact on the world. So, ask your questions, make your comments. Dr. James and I are going to do our best to get them in during the show. So that's it for me, Dr. James. I'm back here with my pen, taking notes because you know I like to fill my cup on Tuesdays. From 12 to 1. Well, your cup will runneth over. Get ready, get ready. Our, our guest, Kimberly, Kimberly Reed. Uh, Kimberly is a business owner. She's an executive, uh, global diversity, equity, inclusion. She's an author. Uh, she's huge. She's huge. She's a philanthropist. She gives back to the community. Uh, and I like to believe that I'm the most ridiculous ridiculously optimistic person in the world, but something tells me that Kimberly Reed has me beat. Though I read what's on her bio, but I call her chemistry, Kimportant, Kim Possible. I'm gonna stop talking. Let's bring out our guest, Kimberly Reed. Kim, what's up? What's up? And welcome to the Dr. James Show. So much for having me. I love it. I love it. Hey. I'm feeling the energy already. I'm hey. feeling the energy. <laughs> with my dear friend and mentor are you kidding me and then i met shannon i met shelby oh please i am i have i have no choice but to be this way and with you i couldn't i'm so giddy <laughs> mm, mm, it's giddy time i oftentimes say kim that some people light up a room when they walk in and some people light up a room when they walk out you certainly are one of those folks who light up that room as soon as that red bottom shoe touches the floor <laughs> so how are you these days what's going on in your life Woo! i am fantastic i am uh, life is blessed right now mm. um i have wow i have health i have health i have family i have oh i have it's holy week for me mm. Um, it is a time. It's of Women's Month. History's Month. Yes, 
It is Women's History Month. It is a time of reflection. It is a time of renewal. It is springtime, mm. right? It is the, the change of the, the seasons, right? Yeah. And um, it is a time of remembrance for me, for my mom. Um, this is her favorite time, one of her favorite times of the year. Um, I have, um, I was blessed to be able to write a book um, oh, we're going to get into that. I'm going to ask you to move move a little closer to the mic because I, I want to okay. hear you completely. Okay. Yes. 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 Great. Yes. Excellent. And yes, so you can hear me now, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And Tim, so, you know, yeah. I was going to say, there's so much ground to cover. So get ready. <laughs> buckle up. We're going to dive right in. First question I have for you. Yes. Who is... Kimberly Reed. I, I read the bio. I read the LinkedIn. That's the stuff that's on the resume. Yeah. But who is Kimberly Reed and, and what played a role in your becoming, as Michelle Obama wrote, becoming? So who is Kimberly Reed and what or who played a role in your becoming? Three women. Mm. Barbara E. Reed. Mary J. Morris, Vivian, and Hattie V. Reed. Her middle name was Vivian. My grandmother, Hattie V. Reed, died at the age of 104 of simply just being here on this earth a long time. A lot of wisdom, a lot of strength. I come from women of strength, of God, of integrity of life, of joy, of giving. All of the attributes that I want and hope to be. Mm. Kimberly Reed is Kim. Tell me, what, what does that K-I-M? It has your unique, your sensational, your big, your high energy. And that's just my words, but what are yours? Well, you know, it's funny. Though I hear those words often, Dr. Jim. I hear those words, and I'm so happy. I love calling you Dr. Jim now. <laughs> 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 um, I, I, I hear those words often, and I'm blessed to hear them. I get the Thank joy you. and the energy from my mother. Every morning when she called me on her way to Dunkin' Donut, on her way to work, it was, hey, <laughs> I'm telling you, in my mother's last 45 days of her life, mm. it was hard for the doctor to, it was hard for the doctor to diagnose her. Ah! <laughs> mm -hmm. It was hard for the doctor to diagnose her because every time I would walk in the room, Jim, at 7 a.m. or 6.45, she was sitting at her favorite place next to the window as the sunlight came in. And I would say, hey, mommy, good morning. She said, good morning, honey, how are you? Do you have, <laughs> you have my lip gloss? Do you have my brush? You know, she was, and, and, and because she always said two things, this too shall pass. Mm. And she said, in the words of Mary J. Blige, I'm just fine, 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 And I will tell you, I, you know, sometimes Dr. Jim, 
people are unfavorable to my personality. Mm. How do you know? How do you know? How, how, how does, what, do, what happens in order for you to feel their reaction, their adverse reaction? And it's it, body language. Yeah. Body language. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's people may say something, right? And I overhear it that I may not be authentic, right? And because of all the joy that I have, right? But sometimes they don't understand the power of your rear view. Mm. Right? Mm. And, and see, the power of your rear view reignites your joy in every dark situation. And so my mother was an example of that. Barbara Reed, Hattie V. Reed, Mary J. Morris, they were examples of that for me. And I thank God for that because had I not had those examples, I wouldn't be Kim and I wouldn't be able to be Kimmy and mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to be Kimberly S. Reed that has to show up every day and I take it, it to the max. As well, so I want everybody to be able to hear every nugget that's coming out of your mouth, including the nugget you're gonna share about why you don't let others turn your joy meter down. You said some people, they feel that energy and it's too much. Yeah. And there are people in life who, they believe that someone's opinion of them has to become their reality. But you're not one of those people. When people tell you to turn your volume down, you crank it up. Why is that, Kim? I used to turn it down. <laughs> Jim, we, we've talked about this. I've used to turn it down. And I don't know if you know this. I thank you. Ooh. 13 years ago, you shared your platform with me. Global Pharma Company. I remember. Mm -hmm. And we did a presentation together. And this was my first time on my own, first time partnering with you. I forgot this was your, your solo event, your maiden voyage, I forgot. Uh-huh, and we, we, we knocked it out of the park, but you as a mentor gave me feedback and feed forward, I like to say, because Ooh. that's what I've used it to be. Hashtag stealing that one. Feed forward, <laughs> hey, please do, because and, and I've always held on to that because you said to me, Kim, you're great, but you can be extraordinary mm. with practice, with hard work and always be true to yourself. And I, not only do I cherish you as a dear friend, but I cherish you as a mentor and being real with me because my personality back then, I didn't know how to be a chameleon right? Because mm. I always drove at 125 miles an hour in the snow, right? I was, right? <laughs> right? I was in corporate America. I was in corporate America. So I always had to be on. I always had to, I always had to perform at a high octane, right? And so when you become an entrepreneur and you have to, you are the face, yeah. you have to understand how to be that chameleon and how to not temper your personality because you never change who you are, but you do have to modify for the audience. And so I will never forget those, and I'm paraphrasing our conversation, but I will never forget those words. So do I take it as a negative when it is in a business format? No, but personally, 
you well, like with any level of feed forward, it can be feedback when it comes from the wrong person. Right. Right. right? And mm-hmm. so when it comes from wrong people about Kim, I may be too colorful or Kim, I may sound too preachy or Kim, I may have too much joy. It comes across as unauthentic. So, and I say to them, if you if you have walked in my shoes, mm. if you understand the power of my rear view, yeah, then you can tell me how to be mm. and when to turn down the bubble machine. <laughs> Got the wink on that one too. Got the wink. That's right. And you know what, Dr. Jim is funny because we talked. You said about Women's History Month. Yes, yes, and, yes. And I'm going to tell you, and I love the sisters. I love my sisters, but I will tell you, in my career and in my entrepreneurship, do you know where I've gotten the most feedback from? Mm. Women that look like me. Mm, say more, say more. That I understand at times there can only be one queen. I'm talking about in a corporate setting. Sure, sure. And I go and I, I pitch, do a pitch or a presentation around diversity because that's what I do, right? That's and, what you do, do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, or make if I, <laughs> you make it happen. You make it happen. I've got great teachers. I've got great teachers and great mentors and great examples like you and, and countless others. And I'm thankful for that because you have to have that. But you know what I was saying in, in regards to women, it's, it's unfortunate. And I said this in a recent interview, because mm-hmm. we have to do better as black women. We have to do better at lifting. We have to do better at nurturing. And we have to do better at not tearing down. Mm. If I am different than you or my personality is different or I show up to a meeting prepared and ready to go, it doesn't mean that I want your role. It yeah. means that I want my role. And it means that I am, I chose entrepreneurship. I have no desire if Lord is until God tells me I have to go back inside. I have no desire. I am coming to show up to perform a service. So can you, I, that's can, what can I you say that again? Can you say that again? I don't, I'm not coming for your role. No, I am no coming desire. for my role. My role. I have no desire for your role, because I understand there can only be one queen. I got it, but I'm coming for my role. And see, I show up how I want to win, right? Mm. Right. So you got to show up how you want to win. You see what I mean? So, so if I show up like this, because I see, I knew I was going to be in the gym show. <laughs> I go to the hairdresser tomorrow, Jim, but you know, I, I worked it out today. I worked it out, right? But you see what I'm saying? So and, and, uh, we're in a virtual world now. Women, I just read an article because we're doing some research on some things about women showing up in the workplace virtual. We have challenges because we have so many roles, right? At home, we got to look at the child that's doing hybrid learning. We've got to try to show up. We've got to give deliverable. We got to do this. But what we don't talk about are the soft skills, right? Of our executive presence, right? We still have to, I have on yoga pants right now, but you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay, you don't know that. Right? Now you do, right? 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 
for those of you on the podcast, she just lifted up her pant leg. And yes, she was telling the she was keeping it real, being a hundred. She had the yoga pants on. I sure did. <laughs> and but you know, but here's the thing. But from the waist up, I'm gonna show up how I want, how I want to be perceived. Mm. You see what mm. I mean? And yes. so some people can't, some people, and it's unfortunate that it's women. Jim, you, you shared your platform with me, right? Yeah. No hesitation. Because you are confident and you know how amazing you are, period. Mm. It, you were showing Kim Reed how to be amazing too. You were doing a pour into me. Mm. We as women, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not, listen, I am not coming down on the sisters because I am a, I'm a sister. <laughs> but what I am saying is that we've got to do better because that's where I've always had the issue, right? I have never had the issue with men. I've had the issue with women. And so I, I say all of that to say to everybody that's listening to us, you always have to be who you are. Are. You can never change who you are for anybody. It won't work. See, Kim, what's great about you is when I have poured or others have poured, your lid was always open. Ready, nah. to, ready, ready to receive. And I'm, I'm going to give you some more feedback right now in the form of Shannon. So Shannon, the chat room is blowing up and I'm sure she wants to give some feedback right now. Hold on, I'm scroll, 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 scroll. I'm trying to, I'm scroll, I'm, I'm losing my place in the chat room because it's on fire, Kim. It's on fire. First of all, you're my sister from another mister. And um, I'm just saying, um, you are amazing. So let's 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 talk about what folks are saying in the chat room. Okay, I'm excited ready. to hear from Kim. I'm excited. She's always gives a hundred percent and challenges others to be better. Oh. So excited to see you. Excellent, right? Um, what else we have here? Oh, folks are just you know they're adverse to your reactions because your light shines so brightly that they can't even handle it. Love Kim's energy. Folks are saying, amen. It's about having walked in my shoes. The past is a catalyst that inspires our futures. I mean, it goes, I know, I, you know, they know what you do. They've been in a setting such as yours, like the corporate environment. Uh, question for you though is, <clears throat> we're talking about sisters and, you know, you're not trying to take their role, but you're trying to grab your role. I mean, unless it's uh, Thanksgiving biscuits, I'm trying to grab your Girl, role. what, what? Just for clarity what? purposes. <laughs> So let me ask you this. So Kim, you do in diversity work, you know this more than women, we already have issues getting to the top. Now, are we, from what you're saying, are we our own worst enemies as well in the workplace because we engage in unhealthy competition and the leadership around is in observing that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Huh. Oh yeah. See. <laughs> Buckle up buttercup. <laughs> Shannon, let me tell you this. That's what we don't understand. And Jim will know this as well. Mentorship and sponsorship. Sponsorship are people who talk about you when you're not in the room. So these little issues that you have with other women, they show up in that sponsorship room. 
the one, one of the most important decisions a person will ever make is what one chooses to believe. Ooh. If you believe that you are not good enough, that's going to be an infection to other people. Ooh. That's what happens with most, not all, most women in the workplace because they're already dealing with a level of oppression. Preach. Okay. Of that we're not good enough. And some of that oppression comes from their childhood, right? Because relationships, right? When relationships really are not, oftentimes are not about the partners. It's about how you're parented. Okay. I love it. And so when you are parented, Ryan and Barbara Reed, I had a jerry curl, I I needed braces, I had a tooth up here. Listen, thank you, Brian and Barbara, okay? (laughs) Because it, but my dad told me I was beautiful every day. Mm. My parents told me that I could do whatever I, I achieve. When I was in my 30s, Dr. Jim said I was unstoppable. That's why you hear me say it now. You have these people that are along the way, right? That shape who you become. But when we get to in the workplace, when we are against each other and we forget all of that, and we believe that we're not enough, that spurs all of this unhealthy behavior of what we're describing now. So what I would say to to you and to that question is that we gotta get it together. Because right now, where we are in the workplace and where we are as a nation, as it relates to systemic racism, you are adding another layer by not helping each other rise. Mm. Mm. You are on fire. Thank you, Shannon. Can we talk about helping each other rise? You made a decision in 2019. And we have a picture of December 22nd, 2019, where you decided to become part of, I believe this is the case, my research is correct, become a part of a sorority of sisters, AKA. We have a picture of you, I believe, about to say, I do, yes. Tell us what's going on right here. Look at you, look at you, look at you. You're right in the middle, your head is back. Everyone else, their head is straight ahead, but you are, hey. This was one of the best days of my life when I was initiated into the first and finest sorority on the planet, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And that picture right there was that afternoon of our coming out. And all of us were being introduced. And Shelly Pullian, who you see at the podium, uh, who was our chair, membership chair, was introducing all of us to all of the AKAs in the room. And you have to come out and you can decide if you want to come out this way, if you want to, however you want to come out. And I decided, because that's one of our stances, that I wanted to come out with my head high and I was looking into the pink and green. So yes, that was me and with all the energy. And guess what my, one of my line names were? What's that? Uh, Extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sister, sister, extra, extra. What played a role in you deciding at this point in your incredible career as a business owner, 
as an entrepreneur, as a world traveler, what played a role in you saying, yes, I want to do this now? My mother, she's, my mother is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. She is an Ivy Beyond the Wall, which means that it's a sorority sister that has gone on um, and passed on. And um, my mom pledged at Bethune-Cookman College um, back in the day, back in the day. And uh, she pledged Bethune-Cookman College and I've always wanted to be an AKA, ever since I was a little girl. That never changed. And so just certain, you know, life events happen in your life and, you know, it's all about timing. And this was the time. Mm. And I have 20, and I, I did this with 23 amazing women. Um, we are called the, the Pearl Fixed Storm, 24 <laughs> women. And um, it was an amazing time. And I look forward to a lifetime of sisterhood and service. Um, to, to all mankind, which Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated represents along with our vice president, Harris. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that was going to get in there just a little bit pink and green in the White House, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> of course it does. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that memory up. Woo! Oh, that yeah. was oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, you're making even more memories. I said at the outset that I pride myself on being ridiculous ridiculously optimistic but I've met my match so much that you wrote a book about being optimistic so let's talk about what contributed to the book yeah what is it about and what hopes do you have for it in the future we have a copy of it a picture of it right on the screen optimists always win moving from defeat to life's c-suite Kimberly talk to us about that well, as well as you can see, so the the book, wow. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Are you having a tissue issue right now? You're creating your baby? <laughs> You've given birth to yeah. the book, your legacy, yeah. Kim. Yeah, to see it on the screen is very different. Um hmm. that's um Come on, Sister Extra Extra. Give me some extra thoughts about this book. <laughs> that was uh, that's for my mom, my grandma, mm. um, my two grandmothers. Um, that's dedicated to all the healthcare workers that took care of my mom so beautifully in the hospital. I never had to walk out of the hospital and worry about um, and worry about her. My dad and I, we had she had beautiful care. Um, and I, my, I'm indebted to the healthcare workers across the country, across the world. Um, and that book is dedicated to them. And all of the proceeds um, are going to two wow. cancer charities. One is um, the Abramson Cancer Center at Penn Medicine, um, where I was treated uh, eight years ago. Oh, don't, and, don't, don't, don't run by that stop sign. You were treated, you were treated there for what? Breast cancer. I am a breast cancer survivor. Mm. And it is, uh, the power of your rear view is amazing, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And um, I, I never forget. Um, I, I never forget the memories of the greatness of that institution um, that helped in partnership with God to save my life. Mm. Um, and, um, I wanted to give back um, to integrated breast cancer research and patient care. 
And the other portion of the book, 50, other 50% is going to the American Cancer Society of Philadelphia Hope Lodge. So as you know, in this global pandemic, many nonprofits have suffered tremendously. And the Philadelphia Hope Lodge had to close its doors. Now, this is a place where families um, stay, like a hotel, when they have loved ones that are in hospice or that are going through long-term treatment. And so that, you know, can't afford a hotel long stay. If you have family, you just, you can't in large, especially large cities, it's very expensive. And so I know how it is. My dad and I, we lived, you know, 10 minutes from the hospital when my mom was in the hospital for 45 days. So I know, um, you know, that was a blessing. We didn't have to fly and stay in long periods of time. So I wanted to give the other half of the book to that for the lifetime of the book. So as many books as you order, you will be blessing so many people. And well, you um, just blessed somebody because somebody in the chat room just said, I just ordered the book. Oh, and, and, and Ken, and Ken awesome. the, person, the, person awesome. just, the person who just ordered it, lives in Sweden. Your book oh is going to Sweden, okay? Oh okay. And guess what I'm gonna do? I am giving away a book too. <laughs> so one of, to one of your, to whomever you, whoever, one of your guests today, I'm giving away a book. That is awesome. Well, and, Anders, yeah. kind, Anders Kinding decided, or Kending decided, he was going to get a jump on things. So your book is going to Sweden. And actually, Anders is going to be on the show on May 4th when we do our international show. Awesome. But I'm going to, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. But it, and Jim, you know, I just wanted to let people know, too, um, optimists always win. And I'm sure you're going to get into this. Is oh, um, yeah. it, it talks about 10 discouragement eliminators. And, yeah. And so when I, so the cool thing about this, when, you know, one of the most important decisions, and I said this earlier, right? One of the most important decisions of our lives is, you know, whenever it, it's, it's what you choose to believe, right? So everything, everything significant happens to an individual Everything happens after, I should say. An individual makes a decision to unlock the power of life C-suite. Now, when you talk about a C-suite in a corporation or in a career trajectory, right? That's the top, right? That's right, the top. Right. That's the best. You're living life, right? So defining life C-suite like creates within a person the authentic optimism needed to nice. reach the full potential. That's awesome. Great idea. Great idea. Right? So defining life's C-suite is choosing a higher purpose for an individual's trust and trusting a higher power to help you succeed in a journey. So I've wrote 10 discouragement eliminators during my, during my journey um, from my mom passing away on July 31st, 2012. And then my subsequently my maternal grandmother dying November the 5th. And then October 28th, after a year, mammogram, yearly mammogram, ladies, get your mammograms, I was told that I had breast cancer. Mm. And so, you know, but I was numb because, you know, after you lose a parent and I lost, you know, my heir, I was numb. My doctor was like, uh, Kim, uh, I just told you you have breast cancer and you are taking this really well. I said, well, you know, probably because I'm numb, one, but two, you said you can fix it. That's all I heard. We can fix it. So 
we just gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna fix it, right? Because I remember, wow. Jim, I had forty five days of an example of unyielding faith, how to go through, right, and how to go through with a positive attitude, with sheer optimism. That was my mother for forty five days. In her last week of living, one night I'll never forget. I went into her room. And I was going to visit her. And so I got off the elevator and there was a nurse's station and there were no nurses. And I'm like, where are all the nurses? I'm like, oh my God, I hope something didn't happen to one of the patients. First thing I thought, I knew my mom was okay because I was calling her, I'm on my way up, right? Right, right? And so she was like, oh yeah, sure, Kimmy, I'll see you in a minute. And she was rushing me off the phone. So I, I should have known something then. So I go into her room and they're like, 10 nurses, one's on the couch, two are on the couch laying, at, laying, one's on the floor, two are in the bed with my mom. My mom has her Bible, they're holding this carcass. So Jim, in my mother's darkest hour, and I know she didn't feel well, I know she didn't, but in her darkest hour, she was pouring into other people. Mm. I mm. wanted to be that person. She was in her darkest hour, she was still pouring into people. That's a bad mamma jamma. That's a bad mamma jamma. When it's dark, pour. When it's Woo! dark, pour. Shannon, pour. Shannon, Shannon. When it's dark, pour. Listen, I first of all, I'm having mom envy, and I know I'm going to see her in glory. So we'll spend eternity together. So I get to see her. I'll meet her regardless. But let me ask you this question, Kim. Yes. What do you know now about yourself that you didn't know before breast cancer? Stop delaying your joy. Stop delaying my joy, right? For, for myself or for other people. Always do things to help you rise. Mm, I feel you. I feel you, Kim. I feel you. Always remember that you're always bigger than the situation that you are facing. Your future self deserves more. You keep going. The choir's going to stand up. <laughs> Start singing. <laughs> life, life changes when your faith in the future is stronger than your fear of the past. Ooh. Everyone has a rock bottom. Because I did. And you got to start living bigger than yourself. And... There is power, my final thought for now. <laughs> there is power in our survival. Oh. Yes. And there's power in my survival. No question about that. And I will, I lied. There's one more. I, I was so thankful for watching my mother's journey that birthed this book because I had to go through some stuff. Kim Reed had to go through some stuff this woman who went through life at 120 miles per hour, but who hit rock bottom when my mother died, rock bottom, like past the rock bottom. But I had to, at, after a conversation with my dear Aunt Rose, and she wrote a letter to all the readers in the book on the train ride home um, to check on my home um, while my mom was in the hospital. I was just so angry with God because for putting my mother through this. A woman who had her hand on the Bible every day and who were and who had this unyielding faith, a movable faith, I should say. 
And she said, Kim, baby, she's from down south, Jessup, Georgia, Waycross, Georgia. Baby, Kimmy, baby. You have to understand that there are gonna be times of trouble. You are a Christian, you are God's child and you know in the Bible, he talks about there are times of trouble. And I said, I know, Aunt Rose, but right now I don't care about the trouble, I don't care about God. But one thing I realize, and I'm not proud of that. Let me not, let me not say, I'm not glorifying that moment, but it was a moment in my time, in my history, in my rear view. But gratitude, because I'm thankful for that, those experiences, every last one of them. And they're the rocket fuel to my resilience. Gratitude is the rocket fuel to our resilience. When you are thankful for what the history, the experience, the life that you have went through or whatever you're going through. 2020 was tough for many people, but I always challenge people not belittling 2020, but if you think back, most would say 2020 was not their toughest year. Kim, I wanna stay with you right there. And Shan, you can stay on. Doing my research, I came across something that you posted. Yes. It says, if this pandemic didn't happen, this version of you right now would never have existed. And then you went on to say, just keep doing you, stay positive, continue to audit what no longer serves you, be happy and continue to grow. Yeah, yeah. I meant it. I, every, I, that's called, that's, you read something from my daily morning sugar. Mm. It's my book. It's my, uh, I call it, it's my daily morning bowls of sugar. And actually we're getting ready to launch 21 days of optimism next week, video series. Um, I had the opportunity to interview some amazing, amazing individuals about each chapter of the book and what they felt about it and how in their life experiences, people go through some, um, go through some things and they rise. Not easy, but they rise. They rise up. That's why I love that song, Rise Up. Woo, Rise, rise up. up. Because, wow. you know, I am not whomever you believe in, right? For me, it's God. And God punctuates our lives in this season with crisis moments that test our faith and resilience of varying degrees designed for our everlasting good. We always know that there are going to be times of trouble and in recent days all too well. God never promised that our being would mean that we would not have ours. Mm. And so I, I say that to whom you believe in, right? There is no promise that we will not go through stuff, something. And like I was describing, I remember the crossroads moment, Dr. Jim, of rock bottom and survival. I listen to every motivational video. You write 
you used to write every morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, every morning I was like, boop, boop. For six <laughs> years, for six yes. years, five days a week, Jim's journal. Jim's journal, Every yeah. day, five days a week for six years, yeah. okay? Every Bible verse. I watched a whole season of Oprah Super Soul Sunday. Okay? I asked God a million times to take away the pain of losing my mother, maternal grandmother, all of that. Then I had cancer myself. I said, Lord, what, what, what you doing? Right? But the lights were still off in my soul. So I, you know, so one of the things that I will say from a practical perspective, because I'm sure that there sure. are people on this phone that are dealing with something, right? We all are at some point of our lives. And I want you to remember this. In the power of your rear view, accept change by looking to your past. Look back, I don't want you to dwell there, but look back at examples where you've coped with uncertainty, adversity, and change before you can help you accept your current situation. Perhaps, you know, it could be a painful breakup, right? You know, a lot of times, you know, people now in COVID are like, ooh, 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 I don't be with you. I don't be with you. Yeah, like, or whatever, right? You know, or, or a lot of people, you know, but you eventually move on with your life if you break up, right? You eventually move on with your life. Sure. But a lot of people, unfortunately, have lost a job, right? And I'm not talking to the people that lost a job and that our families are suffering. I'm talking to people that have lost a job and they, uh, they have the means and the talent and the education to get another one because you're going to get a better one, right? Examining your past successes can also help you see past the current crisis and derive some confidence that you're going to pull through again. Dropping these are these things I had to learn. Dropping these pearls, dropping these pearls. Usually when people go to the art museum steps, the Rocky steps, they go to one up there and do their dun dun and dun dun and dun. But we got some, we got some footage of you on those same rocky steps. It looks like it happened recently. So let, let's take a look at this video. Everybody. Words. Because we did this for cancer survivors. We did this for warriors. We did this for all the courageous people. We did this for people that lost their lives. And now we've raised $72,000 because of you. Thank you so very much. Thank you everybody who texted, who called, who just came out. I'm so filled and I just appreciate all of you so very much. I'll never forget it. Mm, do tell, do tell. Such a waterhead. I'm telling you, I'm such a waterhead. I'm such a strong and tough girl, but I'm a waterhead too. Um, I'm so touched all the time when people of people of compassion and just blessings. I, I, I have some phenomenal people in my life. No question about it. That video was from, I am on the board of a phenomenal organization that was founded by Mike Rowe. Come on, lean, lean in again, lean in oh, again. I'm, I don't want to lose you. Sorry, sorry. I was, um, I was um, I'm on the board of a fabulous organization um, called Legacy of Hope, founded by Mike Rowe. And this, that, that footage was, we had just finished 24 hours straight 
of climbing the art museum steps for charity. Um, We, every Tuesday, one of the many things that this organization does that I'm proud to be a part of and and proud to be a board member of is every Tuesday, we deliver groceries to cancer um, cancer patients that are going through therapy. Um, Most of them have lost their jobs. Um, Most of them are impoverished areas. Um, and don't have any health insurance anymore um, just because of their treatment costs or they have to be out of work so long because of their treatment. Most of them have advanced stages in our black and brown communities. And so we deliver groceries in partnership with Brown ShopRite um, to, um, to all of the cancer patients on Tuesday mornings. And we talk with them and, you know, we deliver them on the steps, you know, because of COVID and we have our masks on and because they're also, you know, their immune systems are down, but they, they love when we come by and we talk with them and it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's right here in our city, Philadelphia Legacy of Hope Foundation. So it's it's wonderful. And that, woo, I couldn't, I, I slept like for the entire next day and my legs hurt for like five days like Shannon, her, Shannon, her legs again. hurt for five days <laughs> doing it again this year oh my god it was so awesome so awesome hey uh, uh just so you know too kim um we put in the chat room the website for legacy of hope we're, we're promoting your book within the chat room as well. Your YouTube, everybody wants to check you out. So we're, we're spreading the love throughout the chat room as well. Just, just so you know. Shannon, Shannon, quick question for you. I, I think one of uh, Kim and my really good friends uh, put something in the chat room. See if you can find Estelle Matthews. What does she have to say? Let's see. <laughs> Hi, Estelle. Count it all joy. We are persecuted daily. You are your mother's child. Estelle's got a couple in here, uh, I believe. We got a, We have a few, but Estelle, shout out to Estelle. giving love. Fear is toxic. Uh, let's Dr. see, Jones Estelle. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of folks. Estelle says, you know, in any setting, you know, we have sisters that are their own worst enemies. And, you know, she's been where you've been, Kim, for many years. And she said she has your back and um, has oh. been with you daily. So, um Again, people are still blowing up the chat room. Legacy, purpose, this is so powerful. You're that person, you know, your mom should be so proud, outstanding, amazing person that you are. Your energy is contagious. Um, And then somebody had written a question in the chat room and then said, your book is likely to answer all my questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and also, and Dr. Jones is another mentor of mine. Uh, He is family and, you know, I love he and his wife. Um, Dr. Jones also is another Dr. Jim in my life um, mm. who have poured into me and many countless others that are on our call today, Estelle, uh, Eunice, many others. I, I just, I, I am so grateful of the people that have been in my life. No question. Oh, about everyone's giving love. Um, Dr. Jones says too, hey, hey, Kim, your family too. So and saying amen <laughs> and giving praise. Dr. James, I cannot believe we're at the last 10 minutes of the show. And I, mm-hmm. I know. Oh we, we, we need a Kim 2.0 episode. <laughs> Just putting that plug out there, Kim. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it's in the offing. It's in the offing. Kim, why should people buy your book? Why? Why should they go get your book immediately? Not wait to Christmas, not wait no, to two, three no, months from now. Wait. Why now? Why should they take action now? I call that working on their tan. Why should they work on their tan now? They should work on their tan now because 
I went to the depths of my soul for life lessons and wisdom that I wanted to share in the 10 discouragement eliminators, such as. Come on, lean in, lean in. You're giving them to me. There you go. Yeah. Staying away from your kryptonite. Ooh. That's a chapter. Stay away from your kryptonite. Another chapter. Defining your own life C-suite. There's assessments. There is a test. There are home, there's a journal where I want you to write. I want you to reflect. I share what I do at night. There's also another quieting the soul. Another important, important part of our growth and our existence. Gratitude, another chapter. Another chapter, faith at the speed of light. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Another, another chapter. Ooh, oh, unlocking your yes. That's one of my favorites. You empower self. I love that. That was one of my favorites. Hashtag write. you inspire self. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then be willing to give what you require. That's another. Be willing to that, That's good. Be willing to give what you require. Yes. Mm. And the art of becoming a chameleon and the power of your rear view. That was one of the favorites to write because I, that was, I, I it took a long time to write it because I would cry every time I would write it. Um, was, was right. Was writing the book challenging? Yes, it was. Um, it was challenging for a couple of reasons. One, I had a day job. And I, 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 as an entrepreneur, you eat what you kill. So and we didn't even get into the redevelopment group. There's so much going oh on God. with you. So, oh my God. It's yeah. I, and I was in grad school at the time. I'm crazy woman. I was at the, I was in grad school and an entrepreneur trying to write a book. It was so much. And so I, when I, when I think about the last eliminator of the book, chapter of the book, taking the elevator to life C-suite, I'm still on the elevator. So, so, you know, it was, it was, it was a challenge, but it was the best challenge, one of the best challenges of my life. And I just pray that it blesses so many people. I, I applaud you for the rigor, the heavy lifting. Um, I want to throw this in there real quick because I know time is getting away and I have admired your relationship with your father. You guys are inseparable. I think we have a picture of you and dad. And I just want you to speak to things that's your graduation. I want you to speak to My how dad. you felt in that uh, moment. Uh, Look at those shoes. Those shoes, though. Those shoes, though. We're dad. looking at a, a picture of Kim, her dad, I am, I getting her so master's cool. degree from Temple University. I'm so thankful that God saw fit to keep me and my dad together when my mom died. I'm so thankful to my dad. I've always felt protected. I've always felt loved and I still feel protected. There is nothing that my dad won't do for me. And he's always told me to believe in myself and that I could do anything and that he will always be here to catch me. And that's my hero. He always has been. He always will be. Mm. He 
when, I, when I think about you and your dad, I think about me and, and my daughter, my my little mini me, and just watching you guys from afar. He's always he's always there. Now listen, the show must go on. You you got to get it get it right now because at this juncture of our show, yes, we call it the mini M I N I the mini keynote. Oh, our our guests, whether they're a speaker or not, get a chance to look into that camera and bring 30 seconds of their best stuff. It could be empowerment. It could be empowerment. It could be stepping up, being big, being resilient, shaking off the the naysayers. It could be your version of fear, F-E-A-R, which stands for face everything and rise. Give us 30 seconds, Kim, 30 seconds. Your message, look right in that camera, lean closer. Talk to this group right now, 30 seconds. Give them some Kimisms. Your 30 seconds starts. When you're calling, when you're calling isn't basic. You don't go through basic things. One of the things that I want everyone to remember on this call is that you are extraordinary. I want you to be a warrior, be the rocket fuel that you need to survive and to be extraordinary, be Mm. a blessing, be courageous. Be faithful. Mic drop, Shannon, mic drop, mic drop. Did you did you catch it? Did you catch it? I'm known to cry on this show. So for the, in the back, I've been wiping tears. My mascara's back here, but I know we're coming to the end and it's been a pleasure. And uh, Dr. James, I think after this show, we have a bunch more readers. And I don't mean bookworms. I'm talking about R-E-E-D-E-R-S. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So oh, listen, oh, I think now oh, you've been, oh, listen, oh. we got some, You ha- we are converted. We are readers of the Kim model. Blessings to you. You are an inspiration, my friend. We need a 2.0. That's all I'm going to say. Shannon, Shannon, that's going to stick. That's going to stick. May I say something to you and Shannon, please? Oh, yeah, please. Two seconds. Well, actually, make it three because you said you were giving away a book. Yes, you can do that too. So, Shannon, you pick, you go ahead and pick someone. Why I say this to both of you, but Dr. Jim, I have to say this to you. I am excellent because of my relationships and examples of incredible people that I'm blessed to have in my life and learn from. And you're one of those people. Because crisis doesn't test our resolve. It builds our resilience. And you showed me through your examples how to be strong. Wow. Thank you. Wow, thank thank you. Ooh. Mm. Kim, when the pandemic's over, I'm... I'm inviting myself to have coffee with you. Okay, come on, baby, come on. Shannon, yeah. you're not gonna have time. You, you. It's gonna have to be a sleepover because we, <laughs> we ain't even gonna, you know what I'm saying? Slumber party. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Shannon, did you did you choose the winner of the book? I did, and it's hard because we have so many faithful followers. But you know what? I want to give shout out to my girl Charmaine Wright and Charmaine. Thank you for your faithful viewership and and your love for the show um so yes you've been blessed today you've been you're you're a reader (laughs) she is an official reader now kim you better steal that you're looking for readers right you're looking for readers listen i love it we were blessed to have you on our show uh 
we like telling people's stories. We want to talk about their accomplishments, but we also want to talk about where they come from, how they're wired, who's played a role, what situations has, have played a role in shaping the person they are. And for the last 60 minutes, you have done it in a huge way, being extremely true to yourself, being incredibly authentic and vulnerable. So thank you for that. We continue to pour inside. Is your lid open? You got a lot of pouring done today. And as always, you've just been gym packed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.